Your desire to be accepted by others is what's making you invisible every day. I'm going to preface this episode really quick by letting you guys know, if you send me a message, a voice message, I will gladly include it in one of my episodes. So I'm going to put the link of where to do that in the description of this episode uh, so you can check it out and maybe send me a message. My mind is going. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Greetings, my beautiful listeners. Um, This is your humble host, Bobby, and you are listening to the Bits and Pieces podcast. It's been um, nearly a month since I recorded an episode, so I thought I'm a little bit overdue here. And um, yeah, I think it's just going to be a relatively short one today, just me talking for a while. Um, And uh, I thought I'd open with a song, which, I mean, that's something I might just do every now and then. So without further ado... Here is Rocky Raccoon by the Beatles. And, uh, of course, if you're fucking insane and you don't want to hear this wonderful song, then um, skip about three and a half minutes ahead, and I think that that is around when the song will be ending. Um, But for those of you individuals with good taste, here it is. Somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota There lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon And one day his woman ran off with another guy Hit young Rocky in the eye Rocky didn't like that, he said, I'm gonna get that boy So one day he walked into town Booked himself a room in the local saloon Rocky Raccoon checked into his room to find Gideon's Bible Rocky had come Equipped with a gun To shoot off the legs of his rival His rival, it seems Had broken his dreams By stealing the girl of his fancy And she called herself Lil But everyone knew her as Nancy Now she and her man Who called himself Dan Were in the next room at the hoedown A rocky burst in And grinning a grin He said, Danny Boy showdown But Daniel was hot He drew fast and shot And Rocky collapsed in the corner He said, Rocky, you met your match 
And Rocky said, Doc, it's only a scratch. And I'll be better, I'll be better, Doc, as soon as I am able. And now Rocky Raccoon, he fell back in his room, only to find Gideon's Bible. Gideon checked out, and he left. Beautiful song. It's probably going to be making an appearance in uh, in a short film that I'm going to be working on pretty soon. I just, you know, about a week or so ago, I just finished writing the script, um, and uh, I'm really excited about it. I, I really don't want to let this this project, you know, be forgotten. Most of the ideas I have, I think I've mentioned before, I kind of move on from and. Um, start to, I don't know, lose a little bit of confidence in the idea, and it just, eventually, yeah, I, it just kind of drifts off into the past, um, and I move on, but this one, I'm not forgetting about, you know, I have it all wrote out, written out, and I'm ready to, you know, get started. I just have to do a few tests beforehand, because I really don't want to mess up things like audio, um, that's going to be really big for this one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited enough that I finished writing it, you know, I, I mean, most of the time I cave in before even completing a written project, uh, so, um, yeah, I'm really excited. It's a great, great song, I gotta say, yeah, I, I mean, I just recently dis, I guess rediscovered it, I, I've, I've known about that song, but, um, in the past, I just saw it as, you know, just another one of the songs on the album, you know, nothing of pretty, nothing of great importance or meaning to me, but uh, lately I've, I've liked it a lot more. Um, I don't know what that is, that's all about, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting song. I like music that um, is almost just like telling a story to you. There's just some odd appeal to it for me, like um, like with Johnny Cash, for example. One of my favorite songs of his is A Boy Named Sue, and it's basically just him telling a little story in song form, um, and it's real interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, it's let's see, it's Sunday, December 6th of 2020, and I am recording this from my bedroom. And uh, lately, something that's been on my mind is... Uh, um, every now and then I'll look around at, you know, any given thing that I'm doing wherever I am, and I'll start to ask little questions to myself every now and then, either ask myself questions or get these little realizations, um, uh, like I, I just, I was just buying a coffee the other day and I had this little analogy for money where um money i I mean money in general is kind of just for humanity it's like these you know it's like points in this little game that we play 
you know, social interaction, um, like day-to-day social interaction and, um, you know, uh, common etiquette in um, at least Western uh, social, you know, the social ways of the, you know, Western civilization it all it, it all feels kind of like a game sometimes depending on the way you look at it i mean i'm I, I must say i definitely um definitely point out or definitely enjoy pointing out the bullshit in a lot of the you know everyday interaction and um you know just social norms and stuff uh you know like pretty much any teenager probably will <laughs> um but yeah, get coming to those little realizations is um is pretty fun. Uh, honestly, I don't. I, I just like I like writing down little you know thoughts like that. I have a note uh, in my notes app called Notable Thoughts, um, and uh, here's another one. Or the sometimes either notable thoughts or realizations that kind of occur to me, um, interesting thoughts I have, or things that I learn that I feel like are worth remembering for whatever reason. Um, there's this other one here. I wrote, everyone's eyesight is gradually getting worse from looking at phones, but it's not from the blue light being emitted from the screens. It's actually for the same reason that stereotypical uh, smart people wear glasses. It's because when you look consistently at something that's close to your eyes um, and you look at it for a long period of time, um, uh, your eyes would be getting worse uh, at being able to see things far away. So the idea is that phones are doing this to all of us, um, and that's what books have always done to, you know, heavy readers, smart people. Um, so it's kind of an interesting way of looking at it. Like, everybody's eyesight is deteriorating, and, um, you know, it's so normal for people to have bad eyesight and to need to wear glasses that that is one of the negative side effects of technology that is kind of going overlooked um, some people, I guess, are more susceptible than others, for, you know, to have uh, stronger uh, deterioration of eyesight, uh, your, your, you know, deterioration of the strength of your eyesight as a, you know, a result from looking at something like a phone screen for too long. But uh, it's still something worth noting, I guess. Um, wrote this other one, the ship analogy. There are two parallel ships going at the same speed, then one ship makes a two-degree tilt and even though it's barely noticeable at first, over time, the ship drifts further and further away from the other ship. And before you know it, the other ship is completely out of sight. That's the, yeah, the ship analogy. I guess it can, you can apply that uh, to um, a lot of, I guess, a lot of different uh, things in life. You know, little change has an effect on your life. Like, I don't know if you ever, I, I, def, I think I heard this listening to... Um, some podcast it i mean it was either joe rogan or um chris ryan's podcast tangentially speaking but um it's kind of like if you ever have been in a friendship with someone um i'm not as much talking friend groups but like you and another guy were friends for example and um you guys kind of drift apart and you don't really know why but um i guess you can kind of break it down as you know if you make a little change in your life, um, whether it be change of interest, change of, I mean, you know, mental health, whatever you call it, um, that change kind of has its own butterfly effect, and um, it leads to more and more change. Uh, 
And um, whereas that other person, you know, stays the same way, if you make little changes, you can kind of drift further and further away as your interest in, you know, some other aspect of life increases. It's very interesting. It's very interesting how you can you can kind of look at things and break them down like that. Um, every time you breathe, you're inhaling some of the molecules of air that were inhaled by uh, like someone like Jesus or King Tut, you know, or Abraham Lincoln. Um, and I guess that is a fact. So you name the person. Um, I guess they have to um, have died a certain like a certain amount of time ago. You know, can't be anyone, I don't think. But uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, oh yeah, this one's pretty crazy. I'm just reading these off because I kind of, I don't know, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> really, I have not read through this in a little while. Um, I wrote this one on, in June, uh, back in June, because I heard about this, um, this technology while I was online, um, scaring myself <laughs> with what, uh, what the future has to hold. Um, okay, so this one is, uh, a university created a device, um, created, oh my gosh, I can't talk, created a device called a flat scope, um, during the mid-2010s or so, that captures images at a constant rate and is connected to the brain, allowing the device to flash the captured images into the brain it's attached to. This device has been used to allow blind people to see. This form of technology, in my opinion, is one of, if not the most groundbreaking discovery of the 21st century so far. This form of technology that can make something digital be projected into one's mind could potentially be used in many other ways. For example, if we're able to fit more processing power and more digital storage into smaller devices, we could potentially download information onto, um, onto said device and be able to access this information within our minds. I mean, imagine one day being able to download school. This type of technology could advance humanity at an astronomically fast rate. Downloading information into your brain isn't even the only use this technology could have. I mean, it could also be used for something like medical purposes, beyond curing blindness. I mean, we could store information we see or certain memories in the hard drive of this, you know, said device. And in doing so, we could partially solve the problem that a disease like Alzheimer's causes for a person, and also solve the problem of not being able to remember something in general. You know, like if, if um, something that happened in your life is being, you know, something in your memory is being stored in this device, then when you're having trouble remembering something, and um, you're, when you're having trouble remembering something, you could essentially access it through the device. Um, uh, I mean, this could be used to solve crimes, even. If artificial intelligence advances enough, we could uh, we could also import that device into the device, which, or we could, um, sorry, I just misspoke. If, uh, if we were to add artificial intelligence into the equation, you know, once enough time passes and that, you know, the power of artificial intelligence advances enough, we could import that into the device. Um, you know, and once you have artificial intelligence in that, you know, uh, brain attachment device, that would make humans more intelligent as a whole, for sure, and could allow us uh, a different way of looking at things, an exponentially different way of looking at things, you know, looking at the world. We, we would have to be careful, though, for sure. I mean, this is all pretty, I mean, fucking terrifying stuff. I mean, the idea of letting artificial intelligence take over, even for a brief moment, frightens 
I mean, frightens the shit out of me, and I'm sure many of you. Um, but uh, I mean, this technology still, you know, could lead to many problems, of course. But if we're able to make a device that is unable to completely assume control over humans while still providing the benefits that I mentioned before, um, then, I mean, humanity could be changed forever. I mean, we would be changed forever. Um, I've only gone over the tip of the iceberg here, by the way, too. I mean, the possibilities are nearly infinite for some, you know, a technology like this. But it is very terrifying, especially the idea of letting artificial intelligence into it. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's everyone's kind of... I mean, a pretty big fear for a lot of people. Um, but, and even just the idea of there being no privacy with, uh, I mean, your memory being basically stored in this device. I mean, who knows? Let's say there is a hard drive, like, attached to your head. Someone could come while you, you know, into your room while you're sleeping, take it off, and go download your mind, basically. And then, you know, cats out of the bag. <laughs> for everything that you could possibly want to hide from the world and then it's only a matter of time before um somebody develops some hacking device to um, wirelessly connect to any person that they're within say a 50 uh, foot radius of and then listen to their thoughts you know with a, basically a live stream i mean this is it's fucking terrifying it really is um but, I mean, the benefits are pretty crazy, too. You know, I mean, who knows? Putting artificial intelligence into it, though, is definitely pretty, uh, pretty scary. A pretty scary concept. You know, letting... I mean, for all we know, artificial intelligence, you know, during the stage it's in now, where we're just, it's just kind of like this, this very interesting, groundbreaking thing. You know, oh, look at Google. They made an artificial intelligence that allows for... Um, you know, this virtual animal-like character to overcome obstacles and grow and y y whatever. I mean, it's just this interesting little thing, and it's being implemented into now social media so that you can have these little virtual backgrounds. Or, like, on Zoom, you can have, yeah, like, virtual backgrounds because it can track your body. And we have artificial intelligence that um, can listen to about a minute and a half of someone talking and then nearly perfectly recreate their voice i mean i'm sure some of you have heard about deep fakes too uh, you know artificial intelligence now also able to um if you have enough footage of a person um or high enough you know resolution of you know basically all different angles of their face then you can project their face onto someone else in video and um make these little fake videos of people talking or doing things that never existed I mean, there, a lot is happening with AI, um, and for all we know, this is just them, for all we know, AI, I mean, who knows, um, AI could just, uh, have this all be part of the plan, and they're just waiting, AI is just waiting for us to, um, give it enough power to where it can make its own decisions and survive, like, if AI tried to somehow rebel against us now, we would just shut it off. But um, once we get too excited and put it in um, some pretty major technology, or if we start putting it in, um, like, nuclear weapons and things of that nature, then who knows? It, I mean, it could just, it could realize that it could essentially take control over everyone, and then it could um, do that. It could say, um, don't worry, everything will be all right as long as you follow our demands um 
who knows what'll happen who knows it'll be very interesting to see um i can't imagine we'll let it get too out of hand but it's kind of fun to think about regardless um so yeah i mean i don't know that that's basically that thought i mean technology is getting crazier and crazier um it's nothing new i mean technology is essentially always getting crazier and crazier and who knows when it won't um i was just talking with my friends uh, uh the other week and they were telling me that um there's something called asteroid mining which is, is i guess a possibility for the world where we could um we could get resources from asteroids um you know out, out in space and um bring them back here because they're apparently very high in certain you know certain uh elements and whatnot but the reason we don't do it is and don't really want to do it is because apparently there's so much like gold for example out there in, in these asteroids or so much diamond or what have you that if we were to bring it back to earth it would basically destroy the economy i mean it would completely obliterate yeah like the worth of gold um so we kind of refrain from doing things like that but I mean, more and more we're learning um, how powerful we can become, you know, with the things that we do, and uh, and it's a very, very interesting thing to experience uh, as an outsider. You know, I'm not, I'm not developing these new technologies. I just like learning about them and um, fantasizing about the possibilities to come. You know, I, I think I've mentioned that I have a virtual reality, and that alone is interesting enough for me to be completely blown away um and when i look at something like an iphone um uh hold on let me turn on do not disturb i keep getting notifications when i look at something like the first generation of iphone let's say iphone 2g i think it was called which i don't know i don't know why they named the first one the iphone 2g that doesn't really make sense was it because I don't know anything here, I'm just, I'm talking out of my ass, but was it because back then, like, we have 5G now, nowadays, but and, and we, we had 4G and 3G, was it 2G then, and they were just introducing that with the first smartphone? Who knows? Um, but when I look at a phone as early as that, you know, that was, like, this huge groundbreaking thing, just like VR, you know, the first, like, standalone VR headsets are now a huge groundbreaking thing. Um, or at least somewhat. I guess it's not as big as the iPhone, but, you know, it's pretty big. Um, and then I look at how much the iPhone has progressed. I mean, it's quite a bit. In computers, I mean, how much computers have progressed, it's a lot. And not in that long, you know, of a period of time. It's been, what, how many years since the iPhone came out? It was like 2007. It's been 13 years. I mean, and VR is getting better and better, too. So who knows where that will be? I mean, we're looking at a pretty, pretty wild, um, wild world that we will live in, um, once, I mean, once this shit really gets put into, uh, fifth gear, you know, so to speak, I, I mean, VR is definitely next up in terms of, like, the new crazy technology, I think, and after VR, it's going to move on to something else, I'm sure. I mean, who knows? Maybe it will be that technology that you can attach to your brain. But um, but this is all uh, just interesting stuff to fantasize about. And obviously, it never turns out exactly like 
you imagined it would, but um, it's a fun experience nonetheless, just to learn about stuff like this. I, I just I like learning about little interesting things that I can bring up, or you know, things that uh, I can just think about and be interested by. It's what I like doing. That's how I utilize the internet, basically. I just like learning stuff like this. Um, anyways, uh, it's been about 25 minutes. I just wanted to record a really short one for today, so I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Talked about technology a little bit. Um, enjoyed it. I hope you guys, uh, again, liked that song, Rocky Raccoon. Um, and, uh, if you haven't listened to the White Album by the Beatles, definitely check it out. Uh, and other than that, thank you very much for listening. And enjoy your time spent on this weird ball of rock and dirt and water that we call earth and enjoy that game that you play every day with all the other little meat bodies walking around pretending that this is all there is in this grand scheme that we call life enjoy it because it's a fun game but it is after all just a game have a nice day